Hey guys, this is Jeremy Sims from With Blood Comes Cleansing. Uh, you're listening to the Johnny Taco Show. What's up? This is Johnny Tacos here, and we have a guest today. The, the name of the band is Tundra. We'll be rock and rolling. And you know what? Let's get to the mix. Let's get to the part. Let's start this rocking going with the pit here on the Johnny Taco Show Origin Stories. I sink into the pit.
All right, we are back. This is Johnny Tacos here with another exciting and informative episode of Origin Stories. Today we have Tundra, and I'm not, and I am not talking about Toyota. This is not a shameless commercial gimmick of Toyota or the Frozen Tundra. We're talking about the band, the myth, the metal legends. Tundra. See, I'm I'm boosting him up. You know, he 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 told me he was a little nervous, even though he does YouTube content. Yeah. And and uh, you know, it's kind of hard to talk to the Taco Man. You know, we yeah. uh, we have this so scripted. Everything is so scripted in here. Yeah, it's uh, a, it's a good thing we you uh, emailed me the the script ahead of time, so I know exactly what to say and what all the questions are. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, I wrote the script. I looked at the script. <laughs> I, I burned the script. And then resurrected the script and then threw it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is raw, uncut, just like the vegetation in Eastern Europe. It <laughs> might not have uh, artificial preservatives. So, oh, all right. nice. So we were listening to the song The Pit. And, you know, I'm 47 years old and I don't do The Pit very much. It's like just <laughs> jump into the pit like five minutes. I go, hold on, I gotta catch my breath for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I was, we were just talking about being uh, seeing red. Uh, actually, not visually seeing red like you're mad, but the band red. And yeah, yeah. I don't. I looked all around and I just saw a bunch of geriatrics, and I thought I went to the wrong concert. There's a bunch of old people. Yeah, I, I kind of had the, the same experience. Like, there were, like, some people who were, like, you know, my age. Uh, and it was, it was the when I saw them, it was, like, hosted by, like, a, a college. So there's some college-age age kids there. But it was a lot of, like, 40-year-old guys, yeah. And and I started seeing people, like, with crutches and wheelchairs. I'm like, oh, <laughs> this, is must, this must be where the fans come to die. Yeah, yeah, the... So- the red shows still a great band but yeah they uh the guys who were the college kids uh 20 years ago when they started are getting old yeah (laughs) it's just something about life you get old yeah yeah that that kind of bites but hey you know we live what we live until we go to the kingdom Yes, sir. All right. Enough of the shameless plug of the red band. And and just to let you know real fast, if you go on Spotify and you say, you know, not Spotify, but if you go to um, Apple and you ask Siri to say, can listen to red, they will put Taylor Swift red on and not the band. Yeah, I don't I don't like that. You have to, <laughs> you have to actually say the band red. There, that's my tip for the day. You can take yeah. it the way you want it. Great, great band. Uh, I like the name, but it is uh, hard to. Uh, it's a it's a band name that they're not the first Google result. You know. Yeah, you know, unlike Tundra, right up there. Yeah, yeah, Tundra is uh, has the exact same problem, man. <laughs> I'll, I'll uh, tell people like, oh yeah, if you want to check out our songs, we got a couple music videos, and they'll type in Tundra, and it's a bunch of Toyota commercials. Yeah, you have to go to uh, page five hundred and twenty-eight on on Some, Google search. Something like that, man. Yeah. yeah. So tell us about Tundra. How did that come along with the name? Yeah, uh, the the name unfortunately doesn't have too much significance. It it just came about because when I was in 
uh, college, I, I was doing audio engineering and I just kind of wanted to get some practice with different like mixing and recording different styles of music. And so Tundra started off as just like I, I wrote like two or three songs just to get practice recording metal and uh, flex my creative muscles a little bit. Um, and I just thought that the name Tundra was like, it's dark and menacing and cold. And that's kind of what the music sounds like, especially on that early music we made. So I just kind of thought that that was like, if I could use one word to describe what, what we sound like, I felt like that was like a, a, a decent option. But yes, in hindsight, if I knew that the band was going to have a smidge of traction and we were going to be playing shows and it wasn't just going to be my bedroom project that I did for a semester of college, then I probably would have tried to think of something else. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought the origin was you, you were driving on the highway, you got traffic and you're seeing a, a tundra right there and you're like, you know what? That sounds like a good name. But yeah. now that you're saying it's like dark and menacing and it's like, Oh yeah. And, and like the, like the frozen tundra. Yeah. Not yeah. like the, not like the pickup truck. We yeah. we joke all the time that like if Toyota wants to wants to sponsor us or whatever that'd be cool. Like when we went, uh, we did like a mini tour, uh, a, I think two years ago, and we were just like every time we would see a a Toyota Tundra, we would get a selfie with it, and did like a little collab with it. We were gonna put it on our vlog that we did, but uh, we got lazy about editing and didn't want to cover up all of the uh, um, license plates and stuff, so then. But yeah, it's a reoccurring joke for sure. <laughs> well, you know, at least you tried, right? You yeah, put forth yeah. the effort, maximum yeah, yeah. effort. <laughs> yeah. So, um, when did this band start? What year? Oh man, um, it was probably end of twenty eighteen. I think is when I put out the first song. I did just like a, and when I started, it was really just me. Like I said, it was just kind of trying to get some practice in for recording and whatnot. So like, even like the music video I made for that song is just me playing all the instruments and wearing different outfits. So it doesn't, it's not obvious. It's all the same person, <laughs> but I think that came out in like December of 2018. I think is when that, that came out. It might've been 2019, I guess. I, I guess I can check real quick, but it's uh fairly recent. Um, I was, yeah, I was in, in college at the time. It was pre COVID. It was, pre-covid yes it unfortunately covid is a a decent chunk of our story unfortunately we when we finished uh we got a full band together and finished our record our first record and we were like okay uh we got our first show lined up uh it was playing with a bunch of other heavier local bands in the general kansas city area and uh it got canceled because like it was like right when things were going down and we didn't know anything about it. It was just like, there's this new thing. There's this virus. We don't know how bad it is. It, you know, so it, the show just ended up getting canceled and we didn't play our first show till a de quite a bit later. So, well, did you ever try to do like what everybody else did was do video concerts? Um, Kind of. I, we did end up playing our first show later that year. It was like October of that year uh, of 2020. And I just kind of I put my creative efforts into just writing more music. So like we put out our first album that year and then before the year was over, I put out another EP. Uh, and then we ended up playing a, a, another show, our first show 
And because people were still pretty iffy about the COVID situation, we didn't have like a huge turnout, but we like recorded it and uh, put it on our YouTube page and, and, and stuff like that. But that was like the only time we really tried doing that uh, just because it, it turns out it's kind of a pain to get all that text sorted out and make sure it runs efficiently and you don't have any hiccups. Um, it, it's a lot to put together, especially when you're a, a small band with fairly limited resources. You know, they have the technology. So, you know, it's getting better. Yeah. It's getting easier and easier for like the little for man sure. to rise above all these big corporate with millions of dollars in their pockets falling out. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I think we we did uh, experiment with the idea. We just didn't know if it was uh, worth the hassle, especially because we did start getting a couple actual show offers and, and stuff like that. But I think we were able to kind of ghetto rig it up. We kind of figured out how to do like multiple cameras going at the same time and live stream that. Uh, I have a couple larger audio interfaces so we could have multiple things plugged in all at the same time. So we... We experimented with it a decent amount, and we have the know-how that if we ever did want to do that again, we could. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just just, uh, just so that you know, this is Morgan Monroe. You know, we, yes. we forgot to introduce. It's Eminem. We have Eminem. Yeah. <laughs> the KC version Eminem. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. It's kind of like Tech 9 the KC Eminem. Yeah. I actually did go by that for a period of time. You went by like Tech 9 no, by Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you look a little different. Yeah, yeah, no. So, growing up, uh, has metal always been a passion for you? Kind of. Um, I've always <laughs> liked music, even like when I was a kid and didn't know anything about it. And I think part of that was just because my dad was always playing music. Like, we'd be in the car and he'd be rotating out of CDs or whatever. And I think I, I generally speaking, always liked the heavier stuff in general, you know, he, he played a lot of like, uh, he was into a lot of like alternative and eighties music and stuff like that. But he did have some like heavier stuff that he would turn on every now and then. And I, I tended to gravitate more towards that stuff. And then actually we were talking about red earlier on. I saw red at winter jam in 2011. I was in sixth grade at the time. And wow. that was when I solidified wow. myself as like, Oh yeah. I'm going into this heavy music thing. This is awesome. <laughs> you know, uh, 2011, sixth grade, uh, 2011, I had my second child. And I was like 30. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you're making me feel old. I, I'm, I'm one of the geriatrics yeah, and <laughs> that was at red. <laughs> well, you're, you're joking about feeling too old for the mosh pit, man. I, I feel like that, that now I, I went to a show in 2020 right before the lockdown so i had i had just turned 21 and even then like oh man i was i uh, uh we were seeing stick to your guns open for Beartooth, and my friend and i went to the pit for like two songs and we were like oh, we can't do this man <laughs> and Beartooth, they they tend to get a little bit rowdy their fans do yeah they they do they're they put on a fun show i i had wanted to see them years ago, like when they first started, because I think that first record of theirs is still like one of the best, like except like accessible hardcore, you know, like I think in that style, it's still one of the best records ever made. And a lot of their later stuff, I'm just like, yeah, it's fine. M more radio friendly or whatever. But uh, yeah, they, they still kill it live. 
Yeah, because if if you look at it in the industry, if you want to get on the radio, you have you have a set of rules, and that's why punk rock is so out there and so crazy is because they don't want to be a part of the radio. Yep. Because then you'll have yep. people, you'll have Kim Kardashian wearing your shirt, walking around, thinking yeah. it's cool. <laughs> we don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, who are some of your favorites uh, growing up? Who are some of the people that kind of uh, were the building blocks of Tundra? Mm. Uh, well, foundationally, like my basis for getting into heavy music in general was like like stuff that my dad would play would be like Metallica, Striper, um, Van Halen. Um, and then more in the Christian scene, he had a POD record. So like, you know, that kind of stuff would like my foundation for like being open to heavy music. Um, and then uh, when I kind of went out on my own and was like finding my own bands to listen to when I was in middle school and uh kind of being influenced there the big ones are probably demon hunter and living sacrifice were like the couple big ones and to this day demon hunter i think is still a fairly big influence on me uh living sacrifice especially influenced a lot of our first record but uh i think later on the bigger influences for tundra were like white chapel and uh you know, like the the more melodic side of deathcore. Was it like pre Clean Volks on Whitechapel? That's when I got into them. Yeah, I I think they started doing the clean vocal stuff around the time that Tundra was starting. So like I think on like that first like demo thing that we did, we didn't have any clean vocals on it. But then like that first full record we did, we did start incorporating it because I think that was around when Whitechapel started doing that. But I was a Whitechapel fan before that. Like, their, I started listening to them when uh, their self-titled record was the newest record. So um, that was, it. I think, two records before they started doing cleans. But, yeah, I, I, I like that stuff. Or Impending Doom also was a, a decent influence on us. Um, the, the heavier, chuggy, kind of so heavy it's kind of dumb kind of stuff, you know? I, I'm, I'm a fan. <laughs> I... We we do have a couple songs where we intentionally wrote it to where like um like live people are either gonna think this is hilarious or they're gonna think it's the heaviest thing they've ever heard. Like we do intentionally write things like that sometimes. Hey, because you gotta have fun on the stage, right? Mm -hmm. You can't just mm -hmm. do a job and then walk off. Right. It's, it's right. not like my nine to five job where I just clock in, bang my head on a computer, and then <laughs> clock out. Oh, that's kind of been my life lately. Yeah, <laughs> I have I have a work at home desk job, and it, it's uh, not the most exciting thing in the world. But you know, uh, it it kind of makes doing the music thing more fulfilling. You know, getting to get up there and scream. Well, well, back back to the uh, clean Volks. Do you think adding clean Volks makes the band better, or do you like the old school way of just guttural, just just like vocal dis distortion at its max. I like doing the cleans. I have a lot of fond memories of writing that first record and and really just not thinking that cleans were going to be a part of it. Uh, 
And a lot of our, my favorite songs that we play live are the ones that don't have any clean vocals on them. Like we have a song called Hostage, which doesn't have any clean vocals on it. And that's one of my favorite songs that we do live. Uh, but if if everything is turned up to 10, nothing feels like 10. So I like having the dynamic range you know even even our songs that don't have any cleans i like it when they can have a moment where there's a break and it's not just blast beats or breakdowns the whole time and there's like a a, a clean guitar section or a part where it gets quiet or um and i i think having the clean vocals um is part of that i don't think it's like the only thing that you need right like like both of the songs i sent you have clean vocals in them uh but that I think is just a piece of having the the dynamics because yeah I mean if everything is turned up to ten then it you just get tuckered out from everything being heavy if if you have some slower more chill moments it makes the heavier moments hit harder yeah and and when the band started um, changing up a little bit you know asking Alexandria yeah they used to be brutal but then when he started cleaning up. Uh, with clean vocals and all that, it it kind of gave it a, a new emotion to it. So mm-hmm. like bring bring the horizon. Their earlier stuff was just yep, was just brutal. And then he, but but they kind of upgraded or not upgraded, but kind of went into more of the poppy kind of rock now with their new stuff. Are you are you trying to? get to a point where it's it's metal and clean but not not kind of fall into the poppy metal yeah no uh i'm glad we established it early on like like when we went to our first full-length record we had i think two or three songs with clean vocals on it so i'm glad we established it early on so we have the freedom to kind of do whatever the heck we want and say well it's it's not like we changed drastically it's always been a part of the band um I like having the option to kind of branch out and try other things. I don't want to have to write a 10 out of 10 crazy song over and over and over again. I like being able to try different things, but I I don't think any of us are interested in going poppy, like in the bring me the horizon kind of case. I think it would be, it's a lot more of like, uh, like I said, demon hunter was a big influence or like white chapel, uh, still very metal but you know if we have the opportunity to do a ballad or have a chorus or something like that not feeling like we can't do it you know yeah make it more of an accent than just fully letting it take over and we we have a couple songs that are going to be on our next record that have like mostly clean singing like i think we have two songs that haven't come out yet that like it's like 75% of the vocals are clean vocals or something like that. But, you know, they're still, they still have a couple heavy moments. Uh, yeah. So I, it, yeah. An, an accent piece, just an option. It doesn't have to be the option. I, none of us are interested in going poppy, but we like having the, the option to still be deathcore adjacent, but, but have more melodic moments. Which one of those new songs is called red, the Tyler, Taylor Swift, uh, cover right yeah 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 <laughs> I, I actually I, I i do kind of have a soft spot for taylor swift i think i was just around it too much um growing up 
and and even now like a lot of my family is still really into taylor swift so i kind of have a soft spot for her unfortunately but yeah yeah well you know you're you're allowed to like other things besides this this is this is not counseling eminem this is not counseling you're yeah. allowed <laughs> it's okay you can still keep your metal card cool cool cool, cool. well i should also admit i'm really into the jonas brothers okay all right well, hey uh we need to revoke uh we need to revoke morgan's uh metal card yeah um, <laughs> as soon as possible please yeah, 60 yeah. to 90 days you'll have two thugs come over there and re, uh re-educate Just you take, in metal. take it away yeah <laughs> they, they steal my age string they're like you don't need this anymore <laughs> so uh you said you got new music coming in uh in the works um which is pretty exciting right it's always yeah. exciting to turn over new music, but what I was thinking, what my mind is, um, how did you want to just make it a blistering Christian metal, as it says on your bio, uh, instead mm -hmm. of just going uh, secular because it's so easy in the metal scene just to jump to secular. Yeah. Um, well, Tundra wasn't necessarily a Christian project when I started it. it, it again, it was just me kind of practicing and pushing myself creatively and uh, at my abilities as being able to mix or whatever. Um, but as I kind of realized that this was something that could grow some legs and uh, be something more, I kind of felt like I, I don't like the the death core bands and and i know we're not like straight up deathcore or anything but we're like deathcore adjacent you know a lot of my influences for the band are in that style um but i don't really like the stuff that's just like talking about like death and destruction and murder and you know, just dark sad nonsense which we, you know we do plenty of but i i prefer to have a more positive outlook and i and i found that you know even like bands I look up to, they, they'll like have like stories in their songs that are just about like really messed up stuff. And I, I just that's never appealed to me. Like my my faith has been an important part of my life journey. And so I feel like it would be dishonest to my faith if I wrote songs like that. On top of the fact that I wanted to write things that I cared about uh, and that kind of ultimately would lead to me having to talk about my faith. So pretty early on tundra did establish itself as a christian band uh just because i wanted i i didn't want it to just be like any other heavy nonsense deathcore band i wanted to actually write about things that mattered to me yeah things with like feelings with like um uh tied to to the lord right to yeah to really just yeah. celebrate because yeah you're, you're right deathcore it's all gloom and doom and 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 it's good for some people you know mm -hmm. there, there's a couple of songs i really do you know but it's it's all emotion driven and if you can turn that emotion and still have that cool rift and just a positive outlook then then it's you know it's well worth it yeah i i agree and and you know we are definitely uh doom and gloom at at times but i like having the the option to be more hopeful you know uh yeah we do specifically talk about god and faith in several of our songs uh and a lot of our or a lot of our newer songs are like 
metaphorically spiritual things or, or something like that. I just prefer to have a more uh, hopeful outlook lyrically. I like there to be, uh, you know, at least a little bit more of a, a positive outlook on it, even if the music stylistically is dark and heavy. Yeah. So um, do you have a, a website where they can help you out, like get for merch or to see when you co- go out on tours? Are y'all doing tours right now? Right now, no. Um, we are wanting to do a tour when the record drops. Unfortunately, I don't know when that's going to be. Uh, we, I, I don't know how much I can actually say right now. We did sign a record deal uh, that is set in stone. But we're kind of waiting to hear from the higher ups about like who's going to mix the record because uh, I don't want to do it myself. I, I have found that mixing, especially because this record is like entirely written on eight strings, uh-huh. and you have the the bass and the guitars playing in the same octave. That's a nightmare to mix. I don't want to have to deal with it. Someone else needs to do it. So <laughs> we're kind of waiting to hear from the label people on who's going to mix it, what they're what that's going to cost, how how long it's going to take. So we're kind of waiting to hear that. When that record drops, we will plan a tour. Um, we're just kind of waiting. We're playing the waiting game, but we do have a couple of shows in the Kansas city area that are in the works. So if people are around here, uh, you can hear more about that, but we don't have a website, but, uh, we are on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, and then if you want to pick up merch, we do have uh Bandcamp. Uh, so you can, uh, and you can even Bandcamp. I also think is the only place where you can still listen to all of our old music. I think on Spotify, Apple music, YouTube, a lot of our older music isn't up right now. Uh, but yeah, Bandcamp if you want merch or to hear old music and then, uh, Facebook or Instagram are the best places to hear about new shows when the new music's going to drop all that. Awesome. And can you reveal what record label you're in that you got signed in? I don't think so because they haven't announced it. <laughs> oh, okay. It's one that I think a lot of your listeners will know, but uh, yeah, I, I don't think I'm necessarily allowed to say just because they also haven't announced it, and I, I'd hate to steal their thunder or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and and I know how record execs are. Yeah, they've been they've been pretty chill, but uh, yeah, I, I I'm still just because we're still so into the waiting game of like who's mixing the record, when's it coming out, you know. We're still in the waiting game. I think we're waiting to announce exactly who we're signed with. Uh, I think we're. I think they're wanting to wait until we have more uh, official news. Like that way, when they announce the signing, they can also here's one of the songs on the new record, and here's when the record's coming out. You know, just say it all at once. Yeah, and and you know it's pretty exciting too. You know, being able to be signed to a, a record label because it 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 just shows that there are people that really enjoy what you do yeah yeah that that's been really nice i i think i would probably be doing it regardless <laughs> because i i just like making stuff and and i hope that people enjoy the obviously i hope people enjoy the things i make but i just like making things so it, but but yeah it, it definitely uh feels more worth it when you know that there's people who are excited to hear new music or they do come out to shows or, or whatever that's yeah it's nice Awesome, awesome. But hey, we're getting close to the end of the show. Uh, we're going to be playing for the last song. The first song was The Pit because we had to get ready. You know, especially <laughs> yeah. the... Oh, by the way, you cannot go in a pit with a wheelchair. Just to let you know, I, I felt sorry for Don't the recommend. guy that I saw 
and uh, yes, please don't do that. If you're handicapped, um, they have special needs pits, which is a little smaller circle. And it's just usually people rolling yeah. around in a, in a circle pit with just wheelchairs. Yeah. Uh, it's also called murder ball. If, uh, if you ever heard of that. Dang. So, but, uh, but yeah, uh, we're going to go out with uh, welcome to hell. So apparently they're singing a song about my old school. So <laughs> make it relive your glory days in high school. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I wouldn't call them glory. <laughs> hey, I was a metalhead back in uh, those days in, in school. You were like a social pariah. You were a leper. You had to go unclean, unclean yeah. when you're walking it was, by. It was easy for me because I was in a small school, so you just you didn't have a lot of options. You just had to make friends. So I had I had that luxury. So I actually uh, I had a friend that wore a trench coat all season long and it was during the uh during the unfortunate um um br- uh, what was that over there in colorado where those those kids went in there and they wore trench coats and were oh like like a shooting yeah and people didn't really talk to him much but he was like the nicest dude it's, it's yeah. just when all that happened he wore it he just i just like trench coats okay well 1950s is calling they want their style back there buddy i i also had a friend like that who was very into 1950s everything cars fashion culture he was very into that and would just unironically wear a trench coat all the time did he have wd uh was it uh uh 30 30 weight oil in his hair when he slicked it back yeah yeah he did a lot of the hair slicking back yeah so he's a rockabilly <laughs> yeah a little bit his hair was like really curly and thick too so like it it wasn't it, it was probably more work than it was worth but yeah <laughs> hey if it if it works it works right mm-hmm. it won't work with me i'm i used to have long flowing hair until seventh grade and that's when i started receding so <laughs> So is there anything you want to let the fans know to, uh, you know, new listeners on here that are curious about uh, your music? Is there any words of of uh, wisdom or like something positive that, that people want to like, hey, I want to go into death core. You know, I want to do this, but they're so, so nervous about doing it. They, they don't know if they're going to be good enough. Like you mean like the the like people want to make the music you mean yeah yeah people want to make the music or like they listen to your music and they get inspired to uh Uh, just just do it that (laughs) nike nike uh (laughs) uh, said it best just do it It, and, and honestly that's true because you're gonna you're gonna make mistakes and master yoda said that failure is the best teacher uh and, and I think that's I think that's true. You're going to learn from your mistakes. You're going to get better at it. Um, I, I will say that if you're going to do deathcore, it's really easy for all deathcore to start to sound the same. So find one or two things that you can accent about your music to make you stand out a little bit. For for tundra, it was we have more melodic sections of our songs. You know, sometimes that means clean singing. Sometimes that means something else. Uh, find something to make yourself stand out and then just do it. You'll get feedback or you're going to just learn. Maybe you'll write a couple songs on your own and be like, well, that's not it. And you just won't release it and you'll learn. And uh, I think, I think that's, 
my best advice. And cowbells. Yes. More yes. cowbells. You, that will make you stand out. That is for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it dress like clowns when you're over there. So. Yeah, yeah, that would be that would be something. That would actually make it scarier. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, thanks Morgan for being on the show. Um, yeah, thanks for having me on. And if you want to hear more um, about Morgan and Tundra, you can go on his social medias as well as all the streaming services. He does have a YouTube show, which he has an expensive green room thing right there. Yeah. And what is that? Expensive. What is that show called? Uh, we're called Geek and Seek, and we we play Magic the Gathering. <laughs> okay, all right. Hey, no, I'm just joking. I, I, play, <laughs> I try to play Magic the Gathering, but I'm more of a console gamer. Oh, okay, okay. So, yeah. but yeah, more power to you. At least it's not D and D. Yeah, no, I don't have the brain capacity for that. I barely have the brain capacity for Magic the Gathering, let alone, <laughs> let alone Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> But, I played uh, it a little bit in college, and I was confused like the whole time. And and where can they where where can they find if there's a, some magic uh, fans on on the show? Uh, we're just on YouTube. Uh, so just type in Geek and Seek on YouTube, and we'll pop up. Uh, we mostly do gameplay, but we do uh, reviews and talk about new mechanics or cards or whatever when new expansions come out or whatever. But uh, yeah. All right, and well, I think there's actually more crossover than you would think between metal and magic. They've done a couple heavy metal magic things, and they just people go bananas over it. I think it's because it's like, oh, the weirdos he likes metal, or oh, the weirdo he likes trading cards. I, I think there's more overlap than people give it credit for. <laughs> well, it just goes to show that you know all musicians are not twenty four seven. They they let them out of the cage. Here here go play some songs and then just slam me back that you're human yeah. and you have interest in a lot of stuff just the same as other like your fans, you know. Wow, mm -hmm. they like magic just like me. You know, they're just like me. It's awesome. It's awesome. I, I can't wait to to watch this and jam out to well, them. So. Yeah, and uh the biggest Magic the Gathering YouTube channel uh, has a gameplay series. They're called Tolarian Community College, and Fit for a King were on an episode of it recently. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Morgan, for being on the show. And yeah, my pleasure. Here is Welcome to Hell by Tundra on the Johnny Taco Show Origin Stories. Cha-cha.
All right. Hey, this is Johnny Tacos here. You want a church? You're looking for a church. You haven't been to a church in so long, and you need to connect because we're all God's children, and we need to be connected as the body of Christ is shown through the pages of the Bible. I have a gentleman here, a pastor, the teacher, the Bob Vila of churches at the Renovation Church at the Peak. Here is Pastor Tim Hale. Can you take away? Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Uh, my name is Tim. I am the pastor at Renovation Church here in Midlothian. We are across the street uh, from Mountain Peak Elementary, right off of FM 663 on the south side of town, south of Kroger and all of that, right across from Rosebud uh, Subdivision. And we would be delighted to worship with you if you're looking for a church home, looking for a place to connect. I highly recommend our church. We are focused on authentic worship. Our worship is phenomenal. If you're a musician who wants an outlet to, to serve the Lord in, man, uh, we would love to connect you and give you an outlet. If you're a place who has, if you're a, a parent who has kids, and we've got a fantastic kids ministry uh, called Renovation Kids that we would love to help you disciple your children in. Uh, if you've got students, we've got a fantastic student ministry called Epic Students. Love to be able to, to disciple your kids as, as well there. So. Man, we meet at 9.30 and 11 a.m. They're identical services on Sundays at 9.30 and 11. And you are welcome to come and be a part of what God is doing here at Renovation. And this is a Bible-based church, correct? Yes, we are a Bible-based church. The decisions we make, the what we teach is going to be completely from the Bible. Anything else is going to be based on traditions of men and, and uh, ideas that, that people have. We, we're just going to kind of see what God said. Amen. And just like I always say, let's get renovated at Renovation Church at the Peak. Not only will you see my good friend Tim here, you'll also get to see me because I am too a member here. And I can't wait to meet you, love on you, and share the gospel. That's right. We're so excited about what God's doing here. Our motto is from broken to beautiful. And we believe that, that Jesus takes broken people, whatever has happened in your life, and he heals it and transforms it into something beautiful and something brand new. Hey, Tim, give that address one more time. We are 5010 FM 663 in Midlothian, Texas. 5010 FM 663 in Midlothian, Texas. Now say that in French. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see you there. God love you. God bless.